hate her now. Everybody, <laughs> we are here to welcome you to worship. This is a special day in the life of Rosedale Gardens Presbyterian Church as it is the Sunday following Easter, which makes it Holy Humor Sunday. So get prepared to laugh, <laughs> yeah. not only with us, but at us. So welcome to worship. And actually, this tradition was brought to us by one of our former pastors, uh, Reverend Keith Provo, who when he arrived said, haven't you all heard of this amazing tradition? And we said no, and here we are about five years later. So I wanted to tell you that actually this tradition goes way back in history to the Greeks who actually called it Bright Sunday. Their idea, and it was through actually theologians came up with the idea to say that God had played a joke on the devil by having Jesus rise from the dead. And so in many traditions, it was called many things, Bright Sunday, A Joy and Laughter Sunday. In 1988, uh, all the churches kind of brought it back and now call it Holy Humor Sunday. So we have worked hard with the staff to make this a joyful service as we continue to praise God for the resurrection of Jesus. So welcome. And I have the amazing privilege of speaking on behalf of the staff once again in thanking our amazing congregation, our uh, administration and finance committee, and the board of session for offering us the opportunity to take an entire week off, thus, thus having us do this pre-recorded worship service to bring to you. So we are so grateful. We cannot thank you enough. Uh, it's been quite the year, and we are all looking forward to our week doing whatever it is that we all have planned. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you to the Rosedale congregation, the session, and the community. So now, let us worship the God who had the last laugh.
morning's call to worship is from Psalm 66 and can be found in your online bulletin. Please join along with me. Come and celebrate. Shout joyfully to the Lord your God. Glorify him with your praise. Everything on earth will worship you. We will sing your praises, shouting your name in joyful songs. Come and see what our God has done, what awesome things he has done for us. Let the whole world bless your, our God and sing his praise, for our lives are in his hands and he keeps our feet from stumbling. Together, let's sing hymn 134, Joy to the World. good news that God loves us just as we are. It is even better news that God loves us too much to leave us just as we are. Trusting in God's great love, let us say together our prayer of confession. Forgive us, God, when we take ourselves too seriously, when we don't claim the happiness that is rightfully ours as your children, when we forget that you will have the last laugh in this world. Restore us to the joy of our salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. My friends, experience God's forgiveness and joy, gifts that lead to new life. Alleluia. Amen.
Yay! Hi, everybody. We've reached the point in our Holy Humor Sunday where the staff is going to tell you great kids' Bible jokes. And so, as a model to the rest of the staff, the pastors thought that they would set the bar. <laughs> Probably low, so the rest of the staff can go up. <laughs> so, hey, Pastor Kate. Hey, Pastor Kelly. <laughs> I have a question for you. What, Kelly? <laughs> Who is the greatest babysitter in the whole Bible? I don't know, Kelly. Who? David, because he rocked Goliath into a very deep sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's kind of terrible. It is kind of terrible. Pastor Kelly, sorry. I'll be, rec I'll be recommending psychological books following the joke period by the staff. Hey, Pastor Kate, do you have a joke for me? I do. So, yes. hey, Kelly. Yeah? Who was the biggest sinner <gasps> in all of Scripture? The biggest sinner? The biggest But there's so sinner. many names. Who, Pastor Kate, I have to know. Moses. What? Because he broke all Ten Commandments at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. And off we go. <laughs> hey, Lisa. What, Sandy? Who was the smartest man in the Bible? I have no idea. Who was? Abraham. He knew a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Hey, I got one. Sandy. Why did Noah punish all the chickens on the ark? Noah punished chickens on the ark? I don't know why. Because they used foul language. <laughs> hey, Sandy. Hey, Kelly. I'm, I'm so excited I have a joke for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who was the first comedian in the Bible? Oh, I don't know, Kelly. Who? Samson, because he brought the house down. Woo, good one. <laughs> I have one for you. Yes. I can't remember it. <laughs> what time of day was Adam created? What time of day was Adam created, Sandy? Well, you should know this. You're a pastor. I know. <laughs> Just a little bit before Eve. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Woohoo. Dear, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll when was medicine first mentioned in the Bible? I have no idea. When God gave Moses two tablets and said, Call me in the morning. <laughs> Well, I have one for you, handsome. What would that be? How does the Apostle Paul make his coffee? I have no idea. He brews it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Hey, Sandy. Yeah, hold on a second. Hey, John. Hey, Sandy. I have a question for you. And what would that question be? What kind of animal could Noah not trust on the ark? Trust? I have no idea. A cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. <laughs>
Do I have a question now? Hey, me? Yeah, bring, the, bring that back. Okay. I'm not done with you. What excuse did Adam give to his kids for the reason they were no longer living in Eden? I don't know, John. What excuse? He said, your mother ate us out of house and home. <laughs> this Sunday's hymn is inspired by the lesson of Mary Magdalene. Now, Mary Magdalene was a young lady with a past. Oh, yes. And she was no stranger to sin. She was no stranger to practically anybody. Many condemned her. The whole neighborhood, in fact. But one man refused to do so. One man said, hey now, hold on, wait a minute. Listen to the girl's story. Hail, girls. Hail, Mary. What's up? Well, Jerusalem's become a real drag. Everybody hates me. Uh-uh. Not that guy over there. Who, him? They all say he's different. They say he's really weird. We don't care what people say. To us, he's always there. Really? Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. 
They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? He asked. About Jesus of Nazareth. They replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all of this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are! and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all of the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us. It is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them, assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. I'll tell the story. I remember it like it was yesterday. You don't even know what you had for lunch yesterday. I do too. I had... Why don't you tell the story? All right, I'll tell the story. Oh, there I hate we the were. way you tell the story. I'll tell the story. So there we were. It was the worst weekend of our life. Jesus had been crucified. He'd been placed in the tomb. And we were all in the upper room and we were very, very scared. Oh, very scared and very nervous. Nervous as a pair of long-tailed cats in a room full of rockers. Now, just to clarify, there were no cats and there were no rocking chairs. I was speaking metaphorically. Well, you need to be more clear. I, I need you to be more clear. So anyway, it was chaos inside and then there was chaos outside 
and it was Mary, and she was off in the distance, and she was yelling frantically. Yes, and then the doors bust open, and she's shouting at the top of her lungs, He's alive! He's alive! Now, Mary... Sweet Mary, uh, salt of the earth. Salt of the earth, that woman. But sometimes she gets... Well, she just gets a little confused. To say the least. I remember I said to you, I bet she went to the wrong tomb. (laughs) It was just such chaos, and so we decided that we'd go back to our homes. Right. So we started back home. It's about a seven-mile walk on the road to Emmaus. And we're walking and talking. Talking and walking. Then all of a sudden, this man comes up behind us. Yes, I remember. He looked at us and he said, um, he said, why the long faces? And I looked at him and I said, that's just how we're made. We can't help it. And if you do not like it... The man was speaking metaphorically. Well, I needed him just to be clear. He wasn't clear. We said to him... uh, Oh, well, I said to him, I said, are you the only person in Jerusalem that hasn't heard just what has happened? Right, and I said to him, uh, Jesus had been crucified, we placed him in the tomb, now we can't find his body. And I went on to say we were just horribly disappointed because we thought Jesus was the one. And he says, uh, why are your head's so thick. Why, why are your heart so slow? And I looked at him right in the eye and I said, we're just getting older. We cannot help it. There's nothing we the can... The man was speaking metaphorically. I just needed him to be clear. Then he looked at us and he started at the beginning with the books of Moses and all through the prophets and explain to us how the scriptures said this would happen to the Messiah. It was wonderful. (laughs) It was amazing. We came to a fork in the road. Just to be clear, it wasn't a literal fork. We came to a spot where the road divided Mm -hmm. and I invited him to join us for dinner. I think he said yes because I told him my wife was making a cobbler. She makes a great cobbler. That woman can cobble. So we get here and we sit down for dinner. And he blessed the meal and he broke the bread. And then I looked at you. And I looked at you. And we knew our hearts, they were burning inside of us. We were sitting with the Messiah. We, we were sitting at the table with the risen Savior. And then both of us, we, um, we turned to face him and, um, he was gone. remember what I had for lunch, but I'll never forget that story. Tell that story. Well, aren't you a regular Bobby Fisher? (laughs) Ha ha, king me. 
Not going to king you. King me. Not going to king you. No, king me. No, king. That's a good story. I'm not going to tell that story. Add that one to your book. That's a good story. What, the story of an old man who cheats at checkers to feel better about himself? You're not clarifying that at all. I just won. Look at right there. That's oh, a yeah. winner right there. That's a good story. That oh. would be the title of the book, The Winner. You are a winner. I am a winner. Look I'm what... speaking metaphorically. Well, why don't you keep you me? You would understand. Why don't... Brothers and sisters in Christ, we've reached the point in our service where we get to receive our morning offering. In Corinthians, Paul talks about it is more blessed to give than to receive and that we are to be cheerful givers. This is our opportunity to give God thanks for all that God has given us and to cheerfully give to bless the lives of others. Let us now receive our morning offering.
O Lord, giver of joy and laughter, we thank you for giving us these gifts. Thank you for the joy we receive in giving. Bless our offering today, we pray, and send it to those who need it most. God of laughter, we give you thanks for the moments of laughter and unbridled joy you give to us, for opportunities to laugh at ourselves, for the belly laughs of children, for friends and family who love us because of our quirks and not just in spite of them, for artists who give us the opportunity to see the world through the surreal, for the courage to smile even when difficulties arrive, for those who have hope even when others think there is no hope, for saints in the Lord who overflow with laughter and spread your joy to all of us, for the words of Jesus that defy our logical minds, for teaching us that we can be born again, for the woman who finds a lost coin and calls her friends and neighbors to celebrate, for the absurdity of a camel trying to fit through the eye of a needle, for the father of the prodigal son, son who is willing to look like a fool as he runs to greet his son, for the generosity of the landowner who will pay workers a whole day's wage when they only worked one hour, for tiny bits of faith that can move entire mountains, for the reality that nothing can live unless it first dies. For the great reversal of the gospel, that the last shall be made first, that the rejected stone became the cornerstone, that those who wish to become great must serve, that the lost will be found, that the small will become great, that though you are wisdom, you choose to forget our sins, that when we are weak, your strength shines through us. O Lord, giver of joy and laughter, we thank you for giving us these gifts and for the gifts of family and friends. We thank you for giving us the gift of praying for others, our prayers of intercession. Today we pray for all those in our hearts and on our minds. We pray for all those on our church prayer list. We pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. We thank you, Holy God, for the gift you give us that allows us to enjoy these things to the full. We can laugh because of the most amazing thing of all. Jesus, that you conquered death, that the empty tomb is empty, that light shone so bright that it overcame the darkness, that we can say together the prayer you taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's sing hymn 248, Christ is risen, shout Hosanna.
The Laughing One called us together so we could share in the laughter of life. The Laughing One sends us out to carry the joy of life and love to the world. Go out to laugh, to live, to love. <laughs>